In this episode, we talked about technology, comic books, things opening up, just say no. Keep it consensual. We didn't talk about that, but they should. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chris and Sal Show. Uh, This is your captain speaking. Uh, This is uh, Captain Sal over here. We're going to be flying today at an altitude of uh, 45 miles per hour. Uh, Very, very slow, very slow. Uh, An altitude of 45 miles per hour. I don't hour. know how <laughs> science works. <laughs> Do you think- We're going to fly an altitude of a speed. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is also very... It, it is morning. Uh, like, it's midday when we're recording this, but it's a Sunday. Whoa. If you do an altitude of a speed, is that the fourth dimension? I think you're talking about drugs right now. And, oh, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> too early. It's too early for this. You're doing speed on altitude. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah, no, I, but I feel like on Sundays, right? Yeah. I, I just get the feeling that the time shifts. Oh, like normally morning, right? You wake up at nine. But on Sundays, it's just this. It's like Sunday is just the day that morning does not start at nine. It starts at like 10 or 11, just like later, you know? I cannot agree with you, actually. Really? Because you're up by nine. What is wrong with you? Who are you? I got you? up. I'm. I'm not. You know me. I like to sleep in, but today I, 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 I was in bed. You know, it's like when you wake up, but you're like, personally, I'm not really ready to get up yet. So like, you know, like I keep my eyes closed. I'll roll around for a little bit. You know, I'm just not getting up. And then for what I feel like is maybe thirty minutes to an hour, I do that. And then I'm like, okay, you know, it's time for me to get up. I look at my my clock and it's only eight o'clock so i'm like all right i guess i guess i'm up my god i I made coffee i called my grandma wow oh you were productive this morning yeah somewhat nice nice nice. i i applaud you for that because my mornings are usually i wake up at like whenever my alarm goes off which is 6 30 uh except on sundays i shut it off because i'm like eh. but again it's because you wake up that time every single day in the week your body clock is just like Get the, get up like w- w- wake your eyes and stuff. But I'm like it's Sunday. Wake your eyes. Uh, and I open it, and I think it's in that moment that I have this decision that goes off in my head. Like you know when you're playing a video game and it's like choose option A or B. I have both of them yeah. listed, and it's like my main character is just debating. Like, mm, mm, mm. your main character is just waiting there, and the other person is waiting there. They're like, so what do you? What do you say? Yeah. Like, uh, it has its own catchphrases and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as I'm lying in bed. And what and what are what are the choices? Get up or get up or stay, stay in, in bed for another yeah. five hours? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and but I think lately I have been uh waking up earlier. Like it's I think pandemic me would just be like twelve or later on. That's just how it was. Days blending into one another. But now, like, you know, things are recovered N- that nature is healing. Mm-hmm. Waking up earlier. And that's giving me a little bit of room to do stuff in the morning again. But I don't know how I feel about that. Not going to lie. Yeah, I'm trying to find that. I'm, I'm getting up, but I'm trying to find the ability to be productive. Yeah. You know? It's always hard. Like, I, I scrolled for many hours this morning. I think that's the, that's the turnoff for me. It's the fact that I know that once I get out of bed, stuff has to get done and stuff has to happen. 
And part of me is like, I don't want to do things. I'm lazy. I'll admit that, you know? Hey, you know, I'm lazy too. And but there's a beauty to that. Because at the same time, when I do wake up, I'm like, oh, I am ready. Like, I'm refret. No, that's a lie. I'm not even ready. I'm never ready. <laughs> I, I thought saying you that know, would help me, but no, didn't. <laughs> there's all those, like, poems about, like, beautiful nature, you know, the sky, the stars, the moon. Where Where are the poems about the lazy people you know like you know the, wow that's a good point he he lays upon his couch shirt half up because he's too tired to <laughs> roll it back down there's a stain pants off because what's the point of pants <laughs> yeah he sits there in tranquility as he has his half-eaten burrito sitting next to him. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I think there needs to be more poems. More poetic. We need to, you know? we need to appreciate the, exactly. the, the slackers. Yeah. Where would society be if not for the slackers, you know? Probably in a yeah. way more productive space. But who cares, you know? <laughs> anyway, I'm Chris, and that's Sal. We didn't say that before. Yeah, and this is our intro. You, I, I'm imagining you. if you've been listening to us for a while, you know. but Yeah. I, I wonder how many people come into the show, and they're just like, what? Am I... Is it? Am I interrupting something? <laughs> oh my god! I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please take a seat. Take a number. I don't know and, how uh, I got here. <laughs> yeah. So welcome back, guys, uh, to another episode. Honestly, uh, that's quite a long intro, but it's good tangents that we always have here. Full of tangents. And today we have quite the number of things on our mind. Oh, um, do we? Oh, don't don't we set do. them up. No, oh, don't we, set them we up. We definitely like have. That. Welcome back to Shut Up and Listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, but I think today, something that I definitely wanted to talk about, uh, was, uh, technology, you know, Let, let's get back to that topic, technology. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Okay. Technology. Let's actually talk about it. So I'm in the process of rethinking that I should buy a new laptop because my old, I say old, but my MacBook Pro that I got in 2014 is nearing its end of a life cycle. And... I think we're all on like this debate of like, uh, everybody always comes to this, this fork in the road, if you will, when purchasing a, any electronic device, I think, or at least the main electronic devices that are all frequently used, which would be, uh, music devices, cell phones, cell phones uh, yeah. laptops, um, and headphones, game, gaming consoles, gaming consoles, maybe? sure. Um, but the main thing is that, do I go Apple or do I go non-Apple? Oh. Yeah. So I guess gaming doesn't fit into that, but... You really want to have this conversation. Oh, uh, you know, we we do. We're at that point where the, the gears are shifting into that mindset. And... I mean, we'll have the conversation, but I'll just say right off the bat, I don't give a crap. <laughs> you know, like... I think I it's more of like a funny. Them. Yeah, it's a, it's more of like a funny conversation like, oh, like yeah. Apple versus versus Android, you know? And I know Mark, Mark gets uh, my brother Mark gets so Oh, Mark is passionate about this. Oh, yeah. My God. He he is he he goes on his you know what are those oh, on the soapbox, oh, right? Oh, yes, saying? yes, on the soapbox. Like he will yes. preach to the crowd <laughs> and and let everybody know how terrible Apple yeah. is. And I agree. I agree. Yeah, they probably yeah. are. Because that's Especially the thing. in business practices. When it comes to... I, I think that's the fork in the road that I'm at. It's choosing non-Apple, I feel, is a fork in the road. 
Well, it's because everything is it, – it's almost like Adobe. You know how the Adobe Creative Cloud, like, just, like, puts everything together yeah. for you in such an easy way? Yep. Like, that's what Apple does yeah. with your phone yeah, or it, with your apps and Everything. Stuff. And that's the thing because I'm like, do I really want a MacBook Pro again or do I just want the connected – is it because it looks pretty? You know, is it because of the blue text kind of thing? And now I'm thinking, you know what? I – I think I'm going to go with just a regular laptop, like non-Mac laptop or not non-Apple mm-hmm. laptop. And I'm okay Good with that. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Only because customization. And after building my own PC, I definitely enjoy the fact that my PC can like – you can swap out parts. And like if something gets old or something's starting to slow down your you computer, can replace you it. can replace yeah. it. And MacBooks can go die off a cliff for that reason. Like, yes, whoa, it's shiny. Yes, great retina display. But what does it for me, the major turnoff, it's that lack of customization. Just sucks. It's the blue messages. Yep. They're stupid. Yeah. Well, no, no, I, I like that. I like those a lot. <laughs> I, See, my phone, really like I'll that. always keep that as an Apple. I've, I've set that in stone. I've accepted it. I'm always going to be an Apple user for my iPhone. But Well, you know, you know, what, it, you know what it really boils down to, Sal? Who, who's cool and who's not, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are you a are you a nerd or, or are you cool? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it really what it comes down to is Apple makes it convenient and it's it's targeting, I guess, people who don't really know the inside out of of like how a phone works or how these operating mm. systems work, you know? And it, it almost reminds me of of going to a grocery store and all like the convenience products that are like frozen for you or like the the pre-made meals, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because you don't know how to cook. Like it does all the work for you, but you don't learn anything. Exactly. In the end. It's going to be exciting. Laptop shopping or like laptop building. Um, yeah. Parts. Yeah. You get parts. Find parts. I always like that. Um, of course, I'm like more happier with a PC, preferably, but for work purposes, I'm I'm like, eh, because um, although I'm going to get a laptop, I think I'll also do an iPad because I do enjoy the whole sketching of things and being able to transfer yeah. the drawings digitally. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen a couple like architecture uh, YouTubers who use like these certain apps that have the templates already in them for like certain um, drawings of like furniture. And you could just show the client these like ideas on the spot instead of like having to do everything i mean you could sketch it too but i feel like when you're sketching versus a block or like doing it digitally you at least have the dimension more accurately whereas when you sketch it's that's i feel like that's one major problem that uh in the field of architecture is one of the biggest like i guess mistakes that happen is that you'll get a sketch from somebody and they'll be like oh just put this into real time and when you take it from like it's figurative drawing of what they think it's roughly around the distance of stuff and you put it in actual terms it's can be a few inches off to a whole like feet off you know and that changes everything because it angers a lot of people and makes a whole yeah yeah no no but just like say say you're redesigning a living room right and you just sketched in a couch into a sheet of paper you don't know exactly how big that couch will be or what the you know dimensions are until you put it into um, 
a calculated system like CAD or you mm-hmm. know something like that where it gives you accurate measurement. And usually the people who are actually drafting are the younger people where they'll be like, uh, I think this is roughly what it should be like. And the older architects will be like, oh, like, oh, yeah, just like take this and put it into the computer and, you know, uh, give it back to me. And then when you give it back to them, it's like, hey, actually, it doesn't fit in there because what you sketched isn't to scale. It's just very off. Mm-hmm. And that happens from anything to furniture layout to small details, everything in the whole process. I feel like that happens in a lot of work. I'm sure. It's like, yeah. like they, it, the, the task is put upon a young person who doesn't really know what they're doing. And, you know, that's, I guess that's learning. But for me, that's, that's a lot of stress. I hate like just being like, okay, here, do, do this. I'm like, sure. But what about all these contributing factors? And they're like, ah, you know, you'll figure it out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Will I? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. Very stressful for me. Oh, yes. But okay. Yes, 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 yes. I agree. Uh, so with that, we'll get off our soapbox and get back to our couch. Yeah, now we just need to we just need to go outside. Yeah, just leave the leave all the devices just, behind. Just, at the end of the day, that's the end. That's the end thing. It's just why do we even need devices? You know, let's just go back to Stonehenge. <laughs> let's let's all go back to Stonehenge. <laughs> all, <laughs> the next Woodstock is gonna be Stonehenge. It's gonna be at Stonehenge. Stone Stonestock. Stonestock. Stockhenge. Woodhenge. Wood, Stockhenge. Woodhenge. Woodhenge. I like that. <laughs> Yo, me, personally, I would henge. <laughs> I would wood. I, I would henge. <laughs> <laughs> I would wood. <laughs> um, so, I guess we come to the questiony part of our uh, show segment for now. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. We can, yeah. Did you have something? Cause I didn't have anything. Oh, I I always have something, you know. My my noggin is always uh always thinking this stuff. Okay, okay. I think a question that has come into my mind would be, if you could. Okay. Yes, I would. <laughs> Sorry. If you could make a guest appearance on any show, which one would it be? Ooh, I like how it doesn't even matter, like, the genre or even if they take guest appearances. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just, like, it's, open. It's whatever that show is, what, what would you – what show would you go into? Wow. I mean, I, I, I want to think about this because I want to give a good – I want to give it a good answer. But I'll just tell you the first thing that came to my mind was like Sesame Street. Oh, <laughs> like, but I guess because I know that they have guest appearances. No, oh no, no, no. I- I'm saying like a guest appearance where they don't. Yeah, they don't even have guest appearances. Oh, so it's, it's a show that it doesn't be... take guests. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be better because if it's a show that has guest appearances, it's kind of like eh, like you're. Can just it be like be an yourself. animated show like SpongeBob? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be whatever show you want. Maybe I'll go on to SpongeBob. They have a lot. Of, they have a good time around there. I feel like it's tricky because you'd want a show that's like action, but that you don't want to die. I don't want to die. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's just a guest appearance, so. <laughs> yeah. I would. Hmm. You know what show I would love to have a guest appearance on? Hmm. Loki. Has that already come out? It has. It has. Episode one is really good. Highly recommend everybody to watch. Who is if you're into, I guess, the superhero scene definitely watch it it i feel like episode one the production quality it's up there 
It is not like well, it's Disney. They got all the money. Yeah, oh, they they definitely they up the game, um, because if we go to like Marvel's uh, what's it called the Defenders kind of thing. Defenders that was like is that a show? Yeah, that's the, uh... do you mean Sal? It's the Avengers, Sal. No, no, <laughs> no, the Defenders. Uh, which is um, Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Oh, is that uh, what their group is Golden called? Fist. Luke Cage and uh, what's her name? Uh, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Yes, thank you. Yes, JJ. You know, I never watched. And we tried watching Iron Fist. Right, that's an Iron Fist. Iron yeah. Fist was the weakest. Yeah, it was like, weak. Oh my god. Mary Helen like Jessica Jones. Uh, yeah, Luke Luke Cage was again mm, borderline. Not the best, but borderline. You know, I think they wasn't Daredevil the best one out of them. Oh, yes, without a doubt. You know why? And you know why? No, I don't it's know because why. because their storylines, it's how they kind of, like, progressed it. And I feel like Luke Cage was very much like the Green Arrow series, in a way. Because with Green Arrow for, like, season one, they prolonged that thing so long. It's, it's, it's those episodes where it's, on the last episode, we introduced two new sentences. On this episode, find out what happens. And it, it doesn't further the plot. Oh, it's like those those animes where it's yeah. like they're in the they're in the big battle for for the whole season. For a whole season, <laughs> yes, yeah. That was literally what it's like. Oh. And you're just like, just show me the action. I am here for punches. I am here for violence. Show me these. Things. Oh, so I guess it's and... the opposite of the animes. It's everything yeah, no, but no, no, the no. action. Like yeah, yeah. You want that, but it doesn't give it to you. Yeah. Or if it does, it just gives you like one or two good fight scenes and you're just like that sucked mm. like i want more big bang kablawi blood and guts and stuff you know know what i started watching actually two things i started watching one of them is just kind of every once in a while well, when i was working remotely i would put it on uh which was the midnight gospel oh yes 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 which is strange i like it but it's strange and i didn't realize the format of it until i i looked into it you watched it yeah i have i have so it's for people who haven't watched it it's um it's made by the same guy who made uh, adventure time it's on netflix and it's it's animated and it's a series of interviews with random like not even alien life like different universes uh this guy is going to interview them and he, and like but the the conversations are very uh earthly in that you know they're talking about being on psychedelics or experiencing loss it's not all funny uh in terms yeah, of no. the conversations the animations is very funny because i mean the second episode yes. i watched like they're going through a meat grinder but still having their conversations yep. you know so they're just like pieces of meat intertwined it's very strange um <laughs> But then I had to look it up, and it's actually like the the actor is interviewing these real yeah. people, and it's just all animated. It's like a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a new format. It gets very deep, and I and I I have been enjoying it, but it's not something that I can just sit and binge. Yeah, because it gets very deep. But the other thing that I've been watching is uh, the Umbrella Academy. Have you watched that? I haven't. Oh, it's pretty oh, good. I think I gotta get I gotta get into it. Yeah, the the recent show that I got into was Invincible on Amazon. I haven't Prime. watched that. I've seen a lot of memes about it though. Same, same. And 
Mikey recently, I sat down with Mikey to watch a couple of them and his friends uh, this past week. And it did pique my interest. I was like, wow. Because it, it reminds me a lot of uh, The Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of like that. I like it when it brings death into the whole superhero conversation. Because I feel for too long, we always have this uh, PG kind of censorship on hero lives, which is like the dark side of comics, which you kind of love and enjoy. I guess that's what separated comics from superhero movies for the longest time. It's this whole, uh, I guess, talk around death. And it's only until recent that superhero genres of animation, not animation, but I guess superhero... Well, maybe animation too. Well, more more so in movies than animation. But it's allowing these scenes of death and dying and gruesomeness to like really inflict the characters, which changes them or mm-hmm. like it humanizes them in an evil way, but also in a good way. I don't know. It it intensifies the storyline as a whole. I think. Yeah, it's just that they're not. They're like even if they are invincible, they're not completely invin- invincible. Like in terms of their feelings yeah it all comes back to feelings like for me a, a big thing was watching uh the dc animate also the dc animation universe wow what a what a doozy that is that one is so much better i think than the actual cinematic universe because the cinematic universe has had its fair share of like flops and the animated dc way better like they've everything has been done so at such a just better way um let me explain on that yeah so with the cinematic universe i think a lot is lost in cost production meeting dates all these variables that heightens up the product and they care more about delivering than they do about the quality of the product whereas with the animated studio yes i'm sure they still have their deadlines to meet yes i'm sure they still have all those same uh you know things that a cinematic does but the one thing that they don't have to worry about so much is the critique of the studio having their input on it um mainly because not a lot of people hear about the animated dc universe because right. it's kind of just swept under the rug uh, the animated dc universe really gets into the blood and gore of things uh like spoiler warning it's as much as seeing the Zack snyder cut and when the green lantern loses his ring it's that moment of wow like superheroes can die and wait green lantern was in the Zack snyder cut yeah there there was a there was a green lantern in that for justice league right for justice league yeah the the zacks the three hour long one i watched justice league but i i did not see the snyder cut oh you again who plays uh, green lantern no no there wasn't there was a green lantern oh but um, to those who I'm sure like at this point, if you haven't watched the Snyder Cut, that's on you. Um, all but, right. All right. But because it's been out for a while. Uh, yes. But um, in the Zack Snyder Cut, there is a scene where they introduce a Green Lantern of when gods used to rule over Earth. Mm. So you had like Poseidon and uh, Zeus and all them fighting alongside superheroes. Um in that cutback to when Earth was first going to be taken over by Apocalypse, um, you had a Green Lantern coming in and about to, like, punch Apocalypse. And in that moment, Apocalypse, like, severs out his 
I think it was. I'm not sure if it was his hand or just some fingies. Yeah, cut some some fingies. But the Green Lantern dies, and Apocalypse holds the Green Lantern uh, ring in his finger, or like he his observes it. Yeah, and I may be saying this completely wrong because it's been a while since I watched it, so don't quote me on any of this. But the Green Lantern core ring uh zooms about and goes out to search for another green lantern to take that place of that oh. person you know so you do see that you do see the the ring like flying off to you know go to wherever it goes to a little suggestion of a future yeah. movie i love it i love this but again i also do love the fact that it's like superheroes can die um because yes we're, we're we have this great anticipation that it's like oh you're the like original version but Within the comic series, people take up the mantles of different things because either because people retire or because, you know, uh, they die or things like that. Like uh, Barry Allen, you know, like the all the speedsters mm-hmm. in the DC universe. You have all the different ones that come up and take different uh, mantles of it. And I love when that happens in the cinematic versions or even just seeing that in the animated because it's one thing to see it in comics and read through them and be like, oh, like this is great. But it's another thing when you see it actually playing out, voiced by actors, bringing it to life. Um, that's what really excites me. And in, I think, um, probably wasn't the Flashpoint Paradox, but it was one of these DC Universe movies. Animated movies. Yeah, animated movies. Uh, you see all the Justice League members die. Like, brutally die. Wow. And... It is mind-blowing. It's also very heartbreaking to see, like, the gruesomeness of how they fall in battle. And it, it does something to you. It changes the man, you know? <laughs> um, but it's moments like that where we only, we've only we only seen once. Or actually, I guess, uh, within the MCU universe, we have only seen a number of people die. But... I guess the most like extreme one that we've seen was Tony Stark, where it was like, "Whoa, like, no, uh, you know, my baby." Yeah. Um, but again, I am not saying I wish I saw a lot more people die. I'm just saying, <laughs> wow. I wish I could see more of like that story progression where it's like, "Oh, I'm getting old, but you here, take it over." Um, which like I guess they did with Captain America too. Yeah. But it was very much just like a. I don't know. It was too much, I felt. You know, they should have done that as a more symbolic thing. Because you had you had Captain America hang up his mantle and you lost Tony Stark. Like, that's just a... Well, that's... But that's all, like, external, like, production contracts. Like, they were yeah. up. So now yeah. we and finish I, it I up. I hate that. It's, it's yeah. just like, ugh. Which is another thing you gotta hate about movies. It's the whole recasting and... Which I do like about WandaVision is, like, they gave it that toy around with, like, you know how in X-Men First Class we had uh, Pietro Maximoff, the speedster? Mm-hmm. And there was, like, a whole, like, huge uh, cloudiness around, like, wait, but he appeared there as, as one character. Yes. And then he appeared in the Age of Ultron as, like, another yeah. character. Like, what happened there and i like how in wandavision they kind of like approach that or they they you know give a a reference to that mm-hmm. so that that's pretty good um, well, i yeah. think it's it's cool it's 
com- what comic books are, and I guess animated uh, cartoons can do, which big cinematic universe films cannot, is you can approach the story and the characters in a billion different ways. You know, something with the cool with the comics is one, you have all these different series of Iron Man or Captain America written by completely different teams, you know, so they can approach the idea of Captain America in different ways, but also like they can die uh, and they can come back in a different story. You know, like you can have all these different realities of these characters that you just don't have the time and the money for uh, in, yeah. in movies, in like actual cinematic movies. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Which only makes it so that if we're going to make a movie, it better, be, it better be a damn good one. You know, mm-hmm. it shouldn't, the storyline should not be tampered with. You should not bring in different directors to pick up what somebody stopped or, you know, rushing on stuff. Uh, that gives you the first Justice League that we got. That's why the Christopher Nolan Batmans were, were so exactly. good. Because it was that, one complete let arc. Let him do his art. Yes. Yeah. What do you think is going to be the next? Do you think, I'm not sure if we've talked about this before. Do you think that superhero movies are uh, are on their way down? No. No, not by far. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I think, I think that... I'm getting bored of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's definitely a lull. Yeah. But there is so much. There is so. The, the universe is so expansive on superheroes. And I'd love for each of them to have their limelight, uh, you know, to be showcased of what they can do. It's also on. I think they took this long to build up all the teams for like just version one of like what's Earth whatever earth that they're showing in the marvel uh cinematic universe 69 i think uh yeah <laughs> yeah, <I think> so. <laughs> yeah could be that at 420 but whatever <laughs> earth it is because i think like j- the big one of the big things that you're definitely anticipating is similar to into the spider-verse mm. is seeing all the other spider-men because this it's just so it's the same thing with uh captain britain and um I mean, every superhero has their, like... Alternatives. Alternate dimensions kind of things. And it's because you know all that stuff. It's... You feel like... If you could take these storylines that are in comics already and just bring them to the big screen, my, what an outcome you would have. There's so much money to be made there. Same thing with, like, Batman's... The the, the different versions of Batman that there are. Mm -hmm. There's one where, like, uh, Batman died... Bruce Wayne died... But Thomas Wayne, his father, actually became Batman, and oh. his mom, uh, like went crazy and became the Joker. Oh, and it's like, oh yeah, it's it's so many different plot lines that can spiral off from uh, these original ideas that they had, and just turn into all these other exciting narratives. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's because of that that now see you're bored of it because you already know the outcome. You know that the good guy is going to win at the end of the day. You know that. But if more movies came about where it's like, you know what? No, they actually die. Like, that's the thing. They just die and that's it. And that's this universe that we're watching. I think that's what's going to be more exciting. Because then you're left at the edge of your seat like, oh, my God. Like, is that what? Mm -hmm. Because we've been so groomed into wanting a beautiful ending and a happy-go-lucky day that I admire when a film or something – ends it with a no actually it's messed up and that's that it's very much more reality in this and there is no joy in it 
it's just it sucks but you got to continue and i'd love for more movies to continue showing what happens after that sad moment does to that universe or whatever you know yeah that i feel like that's maybe more in like a series than in a movie though because i feel yeah. like it's hard for like the the movie arc you know like the when you have your climax it there's re- there's resolution yeah exactly so but with a series which i i i love being immersed in a series because then you can yeah, really tackle all those additional arcs all those different additional stories that uh that might be of interest and that's another thing is that, like you can actually see in a in a quicker way you know you can see how your work impacts a community of people watching or an audience and then you can see what they are interested in and then you yeah. are able to jump back in and adjust yeah and adjust yeah or maybe maybe you know i'm sure there's a a major story that has to be told but you can you can investigate other things but is that is what is exciting you're right you're right we got to make a series yeah let's do it christian style series coming to you i gotta do it let's get ready first thing Kill everybody, right? That's what you uh, want. Get them out of here. Everyone to be dead. Boom. Goodbye. <laughs> Start fresh. <laughs> um, with this whole – another thing that's been on my mind, I'm going to jump a little bit over here. But okay. I feel like we just went on a rant of, like, comics and animation, and which was good. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed that. But I think another important thing that would be fun to talk about uh, with our listeners, of course, is things opening up. It's things opening up. And how do we feel on that? You know, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking about with things actually opening up now? Um, hmm. I do feel safe. I at least feel safe in this environment. What about you? At first, I was I was nervous just seeing all these people like not take not wearing their masks outside. You know, just like pretending everything's normal. Yeah. Um. You know, but I see for the most part, I see people being pretty responsible. You know, having it at their neck or whatever, or just being ready to put it on when they go inside. Yeah. You know what? I think what's weird to me is accepting the fact that just a few months ago, we were all very much away from one another. And now it's just like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. And like, we're continuing on. And it's that yeah. sense of normalcy that's just kind of eerie to me. It's it is. Just like, they're tra- like putting, putting it behind us. Yeah. But, like, we just yeah. went through a year's worth of solitude. Yeah. And... We're, and, and now seeing everybody's just like out and about carrying on as if it was like 2019 2019 plus one like you know part yeah. two yeah plus and, i forgot this year happened yeah and it's just i'm sure everybody references it there's so many artists that are hitting the road now doing tours there's so many uh comedians that are booking madden square garden yeah. foo fighters scheduled for i think june or yeah, maybe July. Everybody's out there. Like all the all classic hits from old, new to young, old. Everybody's going for a tour, and it's crazy. It's crazy seeing this uprise. Um, but you know that, in some way, shape, or form, every artist is going to be referencing uh, the pandemic. What a crazy year it's been. Yeah, it's like oh, this crazy past, and I kind of hate that too because I'm just like, I don't want to be reminded. That- but I know we have to give honor. It's strange because it's like one end you do want to be reminded. You're like, oh, no, we should be humble. On the other end, you're like, oh, like, all right. Like, it's becoming too cheesy at a certain time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But oh, I don't want to get dark. No, get dark. It's okay. Get dark. Well, I mean, I, I just want to know, you know, like, like September 11th happened, you know, yeah. and, and and we, there are people who still like hold on to it 
you know? Yeah. And I wonder if this is oh, going to be, be the same thing, like it's a similar thing, you know, but that mm. was like one day and this was more than a year. And I wonder, cause it seems like to me, we're doing the opposite of that. That's a good point. Yeah. We're moving on from it. Like, Oh, anyways. And I think it's because it's, it endured for so long that like mentally we're just so done with it. You know, this is crazy because now, now you're bringing up a good point. Like, are we going to have memorials about this or, you know, how, How do you have a memorial are, for a whole year? <laughs> right. Or just like for pe- for people, you know, or is there going to be museums dedicated to this now, this event? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's going to be crazy. All I know is I, I saved my my vaccination card ticket, you know. Oh, well, that's... I, of course, my card. You, you yeah. need that. But I saved my ticket and, you know, I saved my little timestamp when I was allowed to, you know, leave after a certain amount of time, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, you know, so okay. if I ever have kids, you know, I have, I have something to show them. Like, this is how it went down. This is from when I got a, a certification of being too cool. Thank you. Too cool. I hope that, uh, that like, the – I remember in the beginning, there was, like, a lot of emphasis on, like, valuing our first responders – you know oh my god yeah and that kind of died down but i hope that the whole pots and pans yeah yeah everyone like like what was it like someone was saying it to me the other day like everyone would at 7 30 like start clapping outside their windows every night you know yeah and i hope there's still i hope there's uh an annual thing or like yeah for first responders appreciate that kind of stuff that should be a thing yeah although if it's like a holiday like they, they can't take off that's the thing you know yeah (laughs) someone always has to be doing that somebody has to be doing that uh but no that's that's a good point but also um with things opening up again is also the energy that it takes to see people and i think that's another important thing that we're not talking about much uh it's how tiring it could be to go out and see everybody week after week after week after week catching up when you've been bottled in for like a year part of you already got normalized to like Oh, uh, you know, I, I like being at home. Like, I, I don't mind it as much. I'm anymore. a homebody, so yeah. yeah. Like, whether you like it or not, you've grown comfortable, in a sense, to enjoying your, you know, not seeing people, not being on. And I think that's the thing. It's being on, being mm-hmm. socially interactive takes energy. And I feel like reintroducing social interaction back into our lives. Your lifestyle. Yeah. It changes people again because now we have to adjust back into the whole, I have to be normal or okay with always outputting this much uh, high energy with people around me and just always being like, you know, you have to laugh and being social and social cues and stuff. Yeah. I hope everybody takes it easy on each other for like a year. Honestly, like be be okay with saying no as things open up. I think that's the the thing because- Although, yes, it's important to see friends. Don't be guilted into saying yes to events just because. Remember what you learned during the pandemic, which is sometimes you have to say no to people. And that's okay. You know? No. Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. Almost got me there. Um, But, yeah, I think uh, everybody should take care care of their mental health. You know, as listeners, we value you guys. Uh, even us, just turn us off every once in a while. You know, Please. I've had enough of this. <laughs> Get out of my head. Although we won't. What is this podcast? Where are they going with this? <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Shut us off. Um, but yeah, th- thank you. Thank you for sticking by. 
Yes, thank you for listening to another episode where we just shoot the shit. Mm -hmm. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you to Basement Alien for our logo. First responders, we love you. Hey, first responders, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, Check us out on social media. We post occasionally. Occasionally. Um, And send us your questions if you have them. We'd love to get some new fresh ones. And some fresh faces too, you know? Yeah. And uh, who knows? Maybe for next episode we'll have a little surprise for you in store. So I love when you say that. Just you know, love when you say that. Who that knows? Puts, who knows? That puts pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would have put pressure on the listener to be like, "Oh my god, what's what's what are they, they going to show us next?" Now, now I'm excited, but I don't know. Again, it's who knows. I hope that's I hope that's something that they get as well. But for me, it's like, oh, oh god, I have to I have to surprise somebody. <laughs> energy for both parties you know yes let's both get excited yeah um, okay fine let's do it together all right well uh, yeah that does it for me so uh let's get on out of here all right i'll leave I'll all get right out. bye but you gotta leave too oh okay fine i'll walk yeah. out nice. all right and uh oh yeah and uh salon mother chrisers uh, this is your captain speaking we'll be landing in about uh now thank you Ha <laughs> 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 <laughs>